Hey everybody, we're so excited this year about Collide. We have pastors and church leaders that come in from literally across the nation and we just take a couple days and pour into you and your staff and the church leaders who want to do some great things for God. Now we call it Collide because it's the collision between structure and spirit. That's one of the things that we've been dedicated to doing here at Calvary is building a church that has the structure for people to get plugged in, connected, discipled, transformed, and changed, but also that beautiful part of the moving of the Holy Spirit. This is a revival house. And we take a couple of days and just pour ourselves into leaders from across the nation. We would love to have you come. So many have joined us through the years and their lives and ministries have been transformed. Now listen, you can come and bring your whole staff. If you bring your entire staff, if there's 10 or more, the cost of registration is reduced by 50%. The more you bring, the more reasonable it gets. But we want you to come. It's going to be a mighty time. February 8th and 9th, I'll be preaching. Bishop Kevin Wallace is going to be with us. And we've got guests that are going to join us. And it's going to be amazing. I hope to see you February 8th and 9th. God bless. Great things. I want to jump head first into all that God has for me in 2024. Anybody ready to jump in head first? My dad, my dad was something else. He, he used to tell jokes that were so funny. And he told me a joke one time about these two drunk guys that were in a, in a barn and the barn caught on fire. And one of the drunk guys was a little more inebriated than the other one. And he said, I want you to jump into that hog waller. It was like mud, you know, country folk know what I'm talking about. And I want you to tell me how deep it is. And one of the drunk guys said, I'll do that for you. And he jumps in and he hollers up and he said, ankles deep. And the guy, the drunk guy said, okay, I'm jumping in right now. And he jumped in and it went up past his nose. And he looked at the other drunk guy and he said, I thought you said this was ankles deep. He said, it is. I jumped in head first. Come on, somebody. How many of you are ready to jump into head first to whatever God has for you this year? So I want you to look uh, to Ezekiel 47. If you wouldn't mind, share this stream and let's invite people in. I believe that this is going to be a year in 2024 of miracles. Anybody ready for miracles? All right. In my vision, verse 1, the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple. There I saw a stream flowing east and beneath the door of the temple and passing to the right side of the altar on its south side. The man brought me outside the wall through the north gateway and led me around to the eastern entrance. There I could see the water flowing out through the south side of the east gateway. Measuring as he went, he took me along the stream for 1,750 feet and led me across. The water was up to my ankles. Somebody say my ankles. Yeah, he measured another 1,750 feet and led me across again, and the water was up to my knees. Somebody say my knees. Okay, so the ankles are the first dimension, the knees are the second dimension, and then he measured another uh, 1,750 feet, and it was up to my waist. Somebody say my waist. That was the third dimension. Then he measured another 1,750 feet, and the river was too deep to walk across. It was deep enough to swim in but too deep to walk through. That's the fourth dimension. Now watch this. He asked me, have you been watching, son of man? Then he led me back along the riverbank. When I returned, I was surprised by the sight of many trees 
growing on each side of the river. Then he said to me, this river flows east through the desert into the valley of the Dead Sea. The waters of this stream will make the salty waters of the Dead Sea fresh and pure. There will be swarms of living things wherever the water of this river flows. Fish will abound in the Dead Sea for its waters will become fresh. Life will flourish wherever this water flows. Let it flow here, Lord. Fishermen will stand on the shores of the Dead Sea all the way from Engedi to England. The shores will be covered with nets drying in the sun. Fish of every kind will fill the Dead Sea just as they fill the Mediterranean. But the marshes and the swamps will not be purified. They will be salty. Fruit trees of all kind will grow along both sides of the river. The leaves of these trees will never turn brown or fall. And there will always be fruit on their branches. How often? Always. There will be a new crop every month, for they are watered by the river flowing from the temple. The fruit will be for food, and the leaves will be for medicine. Now, the ankles are the first dimension, the knees are the second dimension, the waist is the third dimension. But then he said in the fourth dimension, it was a river, a river for swimming, a river that I could not cross over. In other words, it went from measurable to immeasurable. It went from something that was easy to measure to something that you could not even measure. Webster's defines the fourth dimension as a dimension beyond length, breadth, and depth. A dimension outside of ordinary experience. I better say that again. Webster defines the fourth dimension as a dimension beyond length, beyond breadth, and beyond depth. A dimension outside the range of ordinary experience. I want you to look at somebody in faith. I want you to look them right in the eye and say, hey neighbor, welcome to the fourth dimension. Can I get a witness in here? I got about half of you that are there. It defies length, breadth, or depth. It defies the ordinary. It goes from measurable to immeasurable. Is there anybody ready to step out of your world of limitation and step into the supernatural, immeasurable world of the Lord in 2024? If you are there and you are hungry for a fourth dimension experience, Open up your mouth and give God praise like you believe it's real. Come on, y'all. I got a lot of teaching to do, but I need you to praise him like you believe the fourth dimension. There's another world out there. It's the world of the supernatural. It's the world of the unexplainable. And bless God, this is going to be a fourth dimension church. Who wants to have a fourth dimension church? Come on. So are you ready for this anointing? I'm gonna teach and preach in you by live stream. Thank you for being with us, you honor us. Father, I pray today that you will cause us to get out of our world and get into yours. I pray that we will leave the measurable and go to the immeasurable. That we will leave the natural this coming year and walk in the supernatural. Thank you that this is a fourth dimension river house. Thank you that every Calvary campus 
is a fourth dimension river house. If you receive it and you believe it, open up your mouth and give God a praise like you know it's real. Come on, if you believe miracles are real, open up your mouth and give God a praise. Before you sit down, tell everybody in your neighborhood, welcome to the fourth dimension. I have no desire to pastor a church that doesn't know the power of God. I want to lead churches and houses that know of the supernatural hand of the Lord, that see miracles, signs, and wonders. We saw so many in 2023. We saw cancer dry up stage four cancer. Come on. Doctor verified three in one service were healed. You ought to give God praise. Come on. Just miracle after miracle. But as I said, Webster defines the fourth dimension as a dimension beyond length, breadth, depth, a dimension outside the range of ordinary experience. Now, listen, we are entering into 2024. We're in the year 5784 on God's calendar. Remember, I've taught you through the years that God's calendar is the Hebrew calendar. Our calendar is the Gregorian calendar. I always try to get us in sync with God's calendar. How many of you want to be on God's timeline this year? Make a little noise if you want to be on God's timeline. But here's what I declare. I declare as it relates to this house and this text, I declare, precious, that the river isn't coming to Calvary. The river is here. I need somebody to praise the Lord if you believe the river's here. Now, now God a while back began to speak to me about my assignment to preach this message. And transparently, I've preached this text through the years. And if you've been with me for many years, you know that I've preached this periodically through the years. And one morning recently, I got up before daylight and I was spending time with the Lord and I pulled this text up and the Lord began to stir it in my spirit. And that very morning out of nowhere, a social media post from my past, a memory comes up that I had posted many years earlier and it was of me preaching the very text that I was reading that morning and then that day, people started reaching out to me, intercessors in Orlando. They reached out and said, we keep seeing a river. God spoke to us to tell our leadership about a river. Our Indiana pastor reached out to us and said, I had a dream last night about a river. Pastor Missy and Jeremy Dunn, Pastor Missy, dreamed about a river. So I believe that God is going to bring fresh into this house and to every Calvary campus a new awareness of his river. How many of you want the river not only in this house, but you want the river of God in your house? So the Lord has given me so much fresh revelation on this thing. When I was obedient to jump into it, the Lord began to speak to me about it. Now, there are some who want to say that this particular group of scriptures is just poetic. But I stand before you today and I tell you, they are not just poetic, they are prophetic. In other words, the river is something and the river means something. And we don't need to spiritualize the river, y'all. The river spiritualizes itself. It's the divine outflow of the Spirit of God. Now, now look at verse 1. In my vision, the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple, 
There I saw a stream flowing from the east beneath the door of the temple and passing to the right side of the altar on its south side. Now, as I said, we're going into uh, year 2024 on the Gregorian calendar, and we're in the year 5784 on God's calendar. And if you know what this year is in the Hebrew, it is the Delet. Uh, the number four in Hebrew is Delet. It actually means door. So in a very real sense, y'all, this is the year of the door. And here's what I declare. God is opening right doors in this season and closing wrong doors in this season. Come on. I need somebody to get in faith with me because on God's calendar, it's the year of the door. So I'm declaring, God, I'm getting in sync with you. So whatever's supposed to open for me is gonna open and whatever's supposed to close for me is gonna close. So I just want the people right now who are claiming that God is opening right doors and closing wrong doors, open up your mouth that that's gonna be the story of 2024. Come on, y'all. Doors of healing, open. Doors of joy. Doors of peace. Doors of provision. Doors of power. Doors of direction. Doors of household salvation. Give God praise that he's opening doors. Doors of finances. <laughs> and he's closing wrong doors. Doors of sickness, close. Doors of poverty. Doors of drama. Doors of addiction. So give God praise right now for right doors opening and wrong doors closing. Come on. Now I'm gonna take time and teach all this in the coming weeks, so I'm just gonna kinda of touch it. But 5784 is very powerful. Remember, we're in the year 5784 on God's calendar. Five means behold, it's the word chet. It means behold or surprise in the Hebrew. Seven is ayin. Ayin means eye or to see. Eight is pay. It means mouth or to speak. And four means door. So when I read 5784 in Hebrew, I see a sentence in English. Behold, see, and speak about the door that is open before you. So this year, we're gonna see every door that God opens, but we're not gonna make out like we made it happen. We're not gonna take the credit for it, but we're gonna speak about that door and give God praise. How did you get healed? God opened the door. How did your family get saved? God opened the door. How did you have that breakthrough? God opened the door. How did you see that miracle? God opened the door. If you're ready to see some doors open and you're not gonna be ashamed to speak about it, would you mind giving God praise right now? I'm gonna give you praise, Lord. So, this season is a, not a season for silence. This is a season where, when we're not going to be blind to what God is doing, but we will speak and declare every good thing. But we're also going to be watchmen and we're going to guard the door. Now, I was in Europe about six months ago, and I'm going to unpack this in the coming weeks, and I knew that we were approaching the year of the door, and the Lord spoke to me, 
And he said, yes, it is the year of the door that you are moving in 5784, 2024 to the year of the door. He said, but even though it's the year of the door on my calendar, it will be marked by the watchman. I believe that God is going to raise up some churches that will have some watchmen in the house. He's gonna raise up some mothers and fathers who will be watchmen over the door of their houses and say, you know what? Good things can come in my house, but there are some things, devil, that you are not going to get in my house because I'm gonna watch the door. Is there anybody determined to be a watchman of the door this year with me at Calvary? Maybe you wanna go to a church where we are quiet, contained, and we don't speak about the issues. Well, I love everybody, but you might be in the wrong church with the wrong preacher (laughs) because I'm gonna tell you, we refuse to be quiet, cute, contained, or contaminated. In this house, we see and we speak. So if you wanna be a part of a see and speaking house, give God praise that you're in the right place on the right Sunday. You know, Israel was invaded in October and they said the invasion might not have happened had Israel had actual watchmen on the wall. They said the problem was that they had depended on their AI. They were depending on their artificial intelligence, on their computers, on their screens. And, and, and because of that, they were vulnerable to that attack. And as I heard that on the news, the Lord spoke to me. And he said, the strategies and attacks of the enemy will not be thwarted this year because of our technology, our screens, our sound systems, our fine facilities, or our social media savvy. savvy. Satan's agenda will be thwarted against remnant houses of revival because of seeing, speaking watchmen on the wall. So if you're ready to be one of them watchmen churches that have revival, signs, wonders, miracles, deliverance, and salvation, open up your mouth and give God praise that that's who we're gonna be in 2024. So I'm gonna talk more about that in the coming weeks, but, The Bible says that there was a man in this text and he measured as he went. And the Bible says, usually I I read from the New King James Version and the Lord led me to another translation. In the King James Version, it says he he measured a thousand cubits. But in the translation that I read from this morning, it said that he he, he measured 1,750 feet. I felt the Lord speak to me to do something very unusual, to take out my Strong's and look up the number, Strong's number 1750, and see what the Hebrew word it was and the definition of that word. And Strong's number 1750 in the Hebrew is the word guts. It It means to dance, It means to spring, it means to jump, and it means to leap. So this year, we are not going into 2024 going, oh my Lord, I wonder what's gonna happen. No baby, 
I'm going into 2024 and I'm going to dance, I'm going to spring, I'm going to jump, and I'm going to leap because I know that the Lord is on my side. Tell somebody in your neighborhood, just say, hey. Holler and say, hey. If praise bothers you, don't sit by me this year. Come on, because this year, I'm gonna bless the Lord. This year, I'm gonna have joy. This word is actually linked to the text in Job that said sorrow will be turned to joy. So here's what I declare in 2024. The river is here. And everyone who will jump into this river of God's anointing and presence, in Jesus' name, depression and anxiety will be washed away and sorrow will be turned to joy. I said depression and anxiety will be washed away and sorrow will turn to joy. Okay, you gotta get radical. Some of y'all are half believing it. I said some of y'all are half believing it. Raise up your hands and say depression and sorrow will be washed away and sorrow will be turned into joy. I've never seen a generation so consumed with, I'm just anxious, I got anxiety. I just have so much anxiety. Can I tell you something? When we were growing up, we just said we stressed out. We, we didn't, we, I didn't even know what anxiety was. I was just stressed out. But I knew that the Lord was on my side. And the Bible said, be anxious for nothing but in all things with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving. Make your request known before the Lord. So, so y'all, I gotta teach this thing, but I need somebody right now who's not gonna be stressed out and full of anxiety, but with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, I will make my request known before the Lord. Tell somebody, you're going to like me this year. Yeah, yeah, you're going to want to hang out with me this year. Because this year, I am going to live in thanksgiving. This year, I'm going to live in the joy of the Lord. Now, watch this. I declare that the river is here, like I said. And those who will jump in this river of God's anointing and presence in Jesus' name. Depression and anxiety is going to be washed away. Sorrow is going to be turned to joy. Hallelujah. So I I just believe, y'all, that people are going to come into our campuses and they're going to find joy and hope. They may come in bound and discouraged and depressed, but they'll leave full of joy. Now, look at verse 7. When I returned, I was surprised by the sight of so many growing trees on both sides of the river. Then he said to me, this river 
flows from the east through the desert into the valley of the Dead Sea. The waters of this stream make the salty waters healed, the, dead, the salty waters of the Dead Sea healed, fresh and pure. There will be swarms of living things. I speak it over this church. Come on, somebody. Swarms of living things. Everything will live wherever the water of this river flows. Fish will abound in the Dead Sea for its waters will become fresh. Life will flourish wherever this water of the river flows. Now the desert mentioned here is the Araba Desert or the, dead, or the deadest desert in all of the Middle East. It's the driest, most desolate desert. And the Bible speaks of this desert in the book of, of Joshua. And the word Araba literally means the place of depression. Now, I don't want to be redundant, but I want to be thorough. I am tired of the enemy depressing the people of God. I am sick and tired of faith-filled, blood-washed, Holy Ghost-baptized people walking around defeated, depressed, and discouraged. I declare in the name of Jesus that hopelessness will be broken off of many and depression will be healed because this house is a house where the river of God is flowing. Come on, I break depression right now. I break anxiety right now. I break worry right now. Heaviness, I break it off of you right now. Come on, somebody. Anxiety, I break it off of you right now. Worry about the future, I break it off of you right now. I lose joy over you right now. I lose peace over you right now. Now, the sea, it's the Araba Desert, the, di the driest desert in all the Middle East. It's called the Desert of Depression. And then it said the river will flow through that desert of depression and bring joy. Come on now. But then it's going to hit the Dead Sea. Now, I've been to the Dead Sea many times. Y'all, it ain't the sick sea. It's the Dead Sea. And how many of you know you don't get any sicker than dead? Come on, somebody. And some of y'all say, well, Apostle, why is it dead? I, like I said, I've been there many, many times. If you, if you get yourself in the Dead Sea, there's so much salt and so many minerals in the Dead Sea. Many of you have been there with me before. You can't even sink in the Dead Sea. And nothing lives in the Dead Sea. And the reason why is this. There are 37 tributaries of fresh water that flow into the Dead Sea but nothing flows out. All the Dead Sea does is take, 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 take. It doesn't matter how alive it is, when it hits the Dead Sea, it dies. Have you ever known people like that? Have you ever known folks that all they ever do is take, 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 
and their life is full of drama. Their life has no joy. Everything that touches them dies. Every good thing that touches them dies. That, that every marriage they've ever had and they've had plenty. Come on, somebody. That it just one after another dies because all they do is take, 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 take. And I'm telling you, there are churches like that around the world and across America. All they do is take, 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 take. And let me tell you something. Some of y'all say, well, Apostle, how after 26 years can Calvary still be growing? Can we still be starting campuses? Because of just what we did this morning. Calvary has never been a take, take, take house. Calvary's been a give, give, give house. Somebody give God praise that this is your year to give. Everything that gets next to me is going to come to life. And here's what I declare. We don't build reservoirs at Calvary. We accommodate rivers. Things die in reservoirs. There's healing in the river. And we're, 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 we're in every region that we're in, we're there to bring healing. Honey, you get in the right church where the river of God is flowing, salvation is there. Miracles are there. Victory is there. Oh, somebody shout the river is here. Come on, somebody shout the river is here. And the Bible said in the ninth verse, and it shall be that everything that moves wherever the river goes will live there will be a very great multitude of fish because these waters go there for they will be healed and everything will live wherever the river goes. Dead marriages will live. Children who are dead in their sin, this year they're gonna live in the name of Jesus. Dead destinies will live. But I want to get to this 10th verse. And it shall be that fishermen will stand by it from England, from Engedi to England. There will be places for spreading their nets. Their fish will be of the same kinds. The fish of the great sea. Exceedingly Many. Their fish shall be the same of the great sea exceeding many. Now listen, precious. The church and the gospel are not separatist movements. In God's river, you got white fish. You got African-American fish. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You got some Mexican fish. I wish I could. You got some Spanish fish. Are there any African-American fish in here? Come on. You, you got some white fish. You got, you got some Hispanic fish. You got some Baptist fish. Methodist fish. Lord, help me, Jesus. You got even some Pentecostal fish. Can I go a little deeper? It said, the first place that was mentioned here is En Gedi. And En Gedi has two root words, Ayan meaning I, and Gedi meaning goat. It literally translates I on the goats. 
And goats in the Bible often represent the lost, lovers of pleasure, lovers of themselves, the imperfect, the sinful, and the struggling. But these fishermen have their eyes on the goats. And I wanna tell y'all something. I got my eyes on the goats. I don't care how jacked up they are, y'all. I don't care how addicted they are. I don't care how bound up they are. I don't care if they're transgender, transsexual, addicted, jacked up, messed up. I got my eyes on them and I'm fishing for the lost. But see, what we like to do, we like to be selective fishermen. It said, it said fishermen will cast their nets, but we like to fish with our reel and rod. I'm gonna fish in the white pond. I'm, I'm, fishing, I'm fishing in the African-American pond. I'm only gonna fish in the political pond. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I'm only after people that look like me. I'm only after people that act like me. I'm only after, I'm, I'm, I'm fishing in the money pond. Where are y'all at? I'm only fishing in the pond where there's, re I'm fishing in the, I'm fishing in the pond where they, I just thought this is the pond I like. But baby, let me tell you something. We are not fishing with a reel and rod. Come on. We got our nets. Some of y'all say, well, apostle, I wish you would fish for my kind of fish. I wish you would fish for the kind of fish I want. Fish for fish just like me. Well, I can't. You say, why? Because we already got our quota of big mouth bass. Can I get a witness in the room? No. You know what? We are breaking our, our reel and rod. And we are throwing it away. And we're going to get our nets this year. And we're going to tell every addicted person. We're going to tell every struggle. I wish I knew how to cast this thing. Does anybody know how to cast this thing? If you know how to cast this thing, get up here. I need you to cast it. Is Jonathan in here? Okay, here he come. Come cast this thing. Come on, brother. This man, I can tell. I can tell he knows. Now, there's, there's, there's metal in there. So don't hit me with it. You throw it right across there. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to be casting our net. Hey, we on a time limit, come on. We're gonna be casting our nets. Are you ready? Are you ready to cast it? This man knows what he's doing. He said, I'm ready. Hey, this is the best net Walmart had. He said, I'm ready. You ready, one? Oh my, my. You turn and you cast that net. Come on. I need somebody that wants a church like that. Open up your mouth and give God a praise that this year we're going after the broken. We're going after the weary. Y'all, this ain't a country club church. Thank you, son. Give him a God bless you. Hey, come here, buddy. Come here. Hey. I'm going to give you an offering. No, 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 I want to. Come here. I, somebody gave me $100. I'm going to give it to you. And I just declare 
that this is your year of blessing and favor, and I'm so glad you're a part of my church. Hey, I'm glad you got the net, son. Somebody give God a praise. Y'all know what? Be careful when you open up your wallet. I thought I had a 20, y'all. You know what I'm trying to tell you? I'm trying to tell you blessings are in the river. I'm trying to tell you breakthrough is in the river. I'm trying to tell you healing is in the river. And I'm trying to tell you that it don't matter what color people are. It doesn't matter what their struggle is. There's room in the net when we fish the right way. So watch this. I'm fishing for the lost. I'm fishing for the messed up. I'm fishing for the struggling. Rich or poor, I'm fishing for them. But watch this. There's another group there that you fish for. The next ones are the fishermen from England. England, 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 England. It's easy for you to say. It's actually two words, A-N and I's. A-N means eyes, and ego means goats or bulls. Cows represent wealth in the Bible. So the Lord spoke to me, and he said, release this word, that blessings are in the river. Okay, I'm going to get radical. I heard the Holy Spirit say when I was preparing this, God is going to bless his people in 2024 who will bless his work. God is raising up cows. Okay, I got about 20% of you who are ready. God is going to raise up some cows in his house who walk in financial favor. I need the people who are ready to walk in the financial favor of the Lord giving praise right now. In other words, God's going to put some cows in the river who walk in exceedingly abundantly far above anything we can ask or think. So I dare you to look down your row. Just get radical. Look down your row and say, moo. Come on, say, I'm just practicing. I'm just practicing. This year, God is going to provide for me. Come on, not name it and claim it, not blab it and grab it, but money on a mission that I can take care of my family and I can give to the work of the Lord. If you're ready, if you're ready to be a cow this year, give God a praise right now. Moo, I'm just practicing. Moo. Watch this. It said, but the swamps and the marshes will not be healed. They will be given over to salt. Now, I've been doing this a long time. I've seen churches rise and I've seen churches fall. One of the saddest things that I ever saw was in Lakeland, Florida when I was in college I went to a church called Carpenter's Home Church. Don and I would go there sometimes. And it was a church that had 10,000 seats. 
And it was a building like I had never seen in my entire life. And I passed by there a few years ago and they tore that great building down. And now they have condos there. And where there used to be a river, y'all, now there's a marsh. But I declare in Jesus' mighty name, after 26 years of being your pastor, after 26 years of leading this house, we will not lose the river of God. We will not lose the glory, power, and presence of God. Here's what I declare. In the Jesus' mighty name, the river of God is gonna flow in this place and it will never stop flowing until Jesus comes again. Somebody give God praise if that's what you want. Let me tell you, if Jesus tarries, there'll come a day when Jim Rayleigh may not preach on this stage anymore. But let me tell you, even if Jim Rayleigh leaves, the rivers don't stay in the house. The anointing is gonna stay in the house. It's generational. Now, the Bible said along the banks of the river, on this side and on that, will grow all kinds of trees used for food. Their leaves will not wither. Their fruit will not fail. They will bear fruit every month because their water flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food. And their leaves will be for medicine. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Y'all, I'm thankful this year we saw more miracles than we've ever seen in the history of our church. We had babies healed of kidney issues. There was a prophetic word that God gave me one night that God was healing babies with, during the revival in Nick units, y'all remember that? And there was a family in Chicago and their baby had been in the Nick unit for 19 days. And the doctor said that this baby will never live a normal life and it will be a long time before this baby would even be able to come home. But that mom and dad in Chicago were watching that revival and I gave that prophetic word. They went back the next day and said, we want you to check our baby out. We believe God healed our baby boy. Six hours later, that baby was released and he's been home ever since, healed and whole. Why? Because baby, there's a river in this house of healing and it'll go right through live stream. It'll go right into somebody's house. Somebody give God praise if you're ready for miracles this year. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I look for the day, honey, when people get picked up over uh, in the neighborhoods, over in Timber Creek, come on y'all. They get picked up over in these neighborhoods in Ormond and, and they're being taken to the hospital and they say, listen, before you take me to the ER, stop by Calvary and get them to lay hands on me cause I heard there's a river of healing in that house. says in verse 12, along the banks of the river on this side and that will grow all kinds of trees used for food again. And their leaves will not wither and their fruit will not fail. I wanna talk to you about your own children, children who were raised right, children who lost their way, 
And it's, but you planted them by the river. Come on, somebody. And their roots have ran here and their roots have ran there and it's left them dry. But I declare that you planted them near the river and their roots are gonna run and find that river. They are coming into the kingdom. I declare that the devil can't have one of your children. I declare that every one of your children, their roots are gonna get back in this river. If you believe it with me, give God a praise right now. Come on, I want everybody that has a lost family member that believes their roots are gonna run back to the river of God in this next season. One, two, three, get in a radical moment of praise, come on. My brother's coming back. My son is coming back. My daughter's coming back. My children are coming back. Then he measured 1,750 feet. Every measurement was 1,750 feet, 1,750 feet ankles, 1,750 feet knees, 1,750 feet waist. Then he measured 1,750 feet and it was a river that I could not cross, a river to swim in. Anybody want to swim with Apostle in 2024? Mm. Remember, first dimension ankles, second dimension knees, third dimension waist, and then all of a sudden it went from measurable to immeasurable. I love it when the intellectual world proves the Bible to be true. Webster's defines the fourth dimension as a dimension beyond length, breadth, and depth a dimension outside the range of ordinary experience. It's a dimension that is immeasurable. We have been in the first dimension, the second dimension, and the third dimension, and God has been good. But here's what I came to declare. In 2024, we're leaving the measurable, and God is taking us to the immeasurable. Okay. Raise up your hands. I declare that in 2024, you are leaving the measurable and God is taking you to the immeasurable. If you're ready for that, give the Lord a radical thank you. Tell somebody in your neighborhood, welcome to the fourth dimension. Yeah, yeah, I might praise a little louder. I might jump a little higher. I might be a little bit more radical because I'm in another dimension. I'm not giving the devil permission anymore to raise my joy and have my peace. He can't have my family. He can't have my future. I'm operating in the fourth dimension. Get your neighbor by the hand and say, neighbor, why don't you give God glory? Welcome to the fourth dimension. Give God a praise right now. Is there anybody ready for the fourth dimension? Come on, I want a youth ministry in the fourth dimension. I want worship in the fourth dimension. And I wanna tell you something. You can build the most amazing mansion. 
You can build it and have room after room after room. But if there's no water in it, you ain't going to live there. It would take my wife about three minutes to say, we can't stay here. I got to wash my face and put on all the stuff. Y'all should see it. It is something to witness. It's amazing. Oil, Crisco. I don't care how beautiful the house is. If there ain't no water in it, you ain't staying. I don't care how nice the building is. I don't care how beautiful the screens are. I don't care how nice the facilities are, baby. If there ain't no water in the house, I'm not staying in that church. I gotta be where the river is. We need to understand that the church doesn't make the river, baby. The river makes the church. A while back, well, actually Peyton was really small and we live on some water and I, I was wanting to get me a little boat and I was gonna measure the little boathouse thing that the boat would sit up under. I'm, I'm a better preacher than I am a builder. Come on, somebody. There are some brothers who fix things. There are some brothers who break things. I am the breaker so the fixer can have a job. Come on. We all need each other. And so I got my measuring tape. I want to see how long that thing was. And I put it on the end of the little boathouse. And I'm walking. It's a little cover. I'm walking and I'm so proud. Because you, you live right next door to me. I was so proud because I had actually kept the measuring tape hooked into a piece of wood. I thought, man, maybe I'm more mechanical than I thought. And I'm just walking so proud, so excited. I wasn't paying attention to the fact that I was running out of dock. <laughs> Y'all, I kept walking and I was just smiling. And all of a sudden the dock was gone. And it was like those cartoons, you know what I'm talking about? Where you, you're trying to run back, I couldn't run back. I fell in the river. It was low tide. It was only up to here. But the way I fell, I fell all the way back. And my head went under, and my glasses went under, and my phone went under. And in that moment, I didn't know, am I in the river or is the river in me? Come on, somebody. I'm telling you, I want us to get to a place where we fall into the river 
and we say, God, put the river in us. So, so, so give, me my, give me my whistle. Oh, it's already there. Sorry. Everybody give Josh a God bless you. I thought he had it. Now, you got some leaders. They act like lifeguards. You're getting too deep. Quit all that noise over there. It don't take all that shouting. Come in. It don't take all that. You're looking crazy. You're a little bit too radical. And, and they literally, they are pastors. They don't sweat, they perspire. They stand up and, you know, they're orators. You're suffering from a dramatic dislocation of your emotional processes. Your inability to cope with reality is due to a massive inferiority complex. You're struggling today because your mother dropped you on your head. But see, I'm just that old-timey preacher. And I stand up and I say, your mom may have dropped you on your head when you were a little boy. But I know a God that can heal your head. And I know a God that can touch your life. You'll, ne yeah. You'll never see me say, stop praising God. You'll never see me say, stop worshiping. But if the river's there, you're gonna see me doing this then. Come on, let's get in the river. I need somebody that wants to get in the river of God this year. Stand up, open your mouth, and give God a praise. Come on, if you want the river of healing and deliverance and power, one, two, three, give the Lord a praise. Here it is. Years ago, the Mississippi River gave out of its banks and it began to take entire communities. And if you study about that season, there were times that that river gave out of its banks and overflowed many years ago. And it took territory, the river took territory and never gave it back. I want you to get one neighbor by the hand and say neighbor. Holler at him. Say neighbor. This year. I'm taking territory and I'm never giving it back. Hey, 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 there's a river in me and I'm taking territory. Anybody want to jump in? Anybody want to go deeper? Let hell know I'm taking territory. And I'm never giving it back. I don't want anybody to move just for a moment. I believe that this year, in 2024, should Jesus tarry. How many of y'all know Jesus, Jesus could come back before we get 
back tonight. But if he don't come back, I'm coming to church. But this year, I want us to be a river house. I'm thankful for the first dimension. I'm thankful for the second dimension. I'm thankful for the third dimension. But I'm ready for the fourth dimension. I want to move from the measurable to the immeasurable. I prophesy that many of you in 2024 are going to see God's supernatural hand manifest in your life. And it's going to happen in such a way that you will not even have an explanation in the natural. I, that this year, God's going to do things that move you into the fourth dimension. Hold your hands up. Businessman, I declare this is a fourth dimension year. Mom and dad, I declare this is a fourth dimension year. I speak it over every campus. It's a fourth dimension year. Those of you that have been sick in your body, I declare this is a fourth dimension year. The doctors will be amazed. I declare that this year that the river flows in your life. Here's what I feel. I feel a river rushing in here right now and it's pushing out discouragement. I feel a river rushing in here right now and it's pushing out fear. I feel a river rushing in here right now and it's pushing out anxiety. I feel a river rushing in right now. I hear you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. The Lord said, in this river right now, in this very moment, I'm healing sick bodies in this river. Hold up your hands. Come on, I feel this. The Lord said, in this river right now, I'm healing people. In this river right now, I'm bringing peace to marriages. In this river right now, I'm washing away addiction. Come on, somebody. In this river right now, I'm, I'm sending hope and joy and peace. Somebody say, thank you, Lord. Come on, somebody say, thank you, Lord. A fourth dimension. Can we have a fourth dimension year? Who wants a fourth dimension year? So with every head bowed and every eyes closed, Lord, you're in this room and I bless your name. The river is here, the river is here. Come on, John, and worship with me. Come on, let's take three minutes and worship the Lord together. Four or five minutes. Come on. Can you imagine with all of the faith in the room what the Lord can do? What the Lord can do? It's on a high, just like the way that you through. It's on a moon. It's on a moon. Can you imagine? Faith in the room, what the Lord can do, what the Lord can do. 
It's on a high Just let the way make it through It's gonna move It's gonna move Oh, can you imagine With all of the faith in the room What the Lord can do What the Lord can do It's on a high Come on, speak it over 2024. Speak it over 2024. Come on. kept you from Jesus there's things in your life that you know that keep you from redemption that really keep you out of the river because of sin you're, you're, you're not where you need to be with God and you know it you'd say apostle on this last Sunday of the year I want to give it to Jesus I'm not where I need to be and I want to start tomorrow differently I want to start tomorrow knowing that I'm washed in the blood and that I'm living in the river. 
If you're in this room right now, I'm throwing the net. I came for you today. I got my eyes on you. I'm not trying to embarrass you. But if you're in this room or you're online and you'd say, Apostle, there's things in my life that alienate me from God. There's sin in my life. I need to get right with God today. So when you pray, Apostle, pray for me. When I count to three, raise your hand. Apostle, I'm not where I need to be. One. If you're going to pray, pray for me. Two. I want to start next year differently. Three. Slip up your hand right now. Pray for me. Hold your hand up. I want to start next year differently. Hands across the room. Hold them up. Hold them up. Hands in the overflow or in the balcony. Hold them up. Hold them up. I'm going to lend you five more seconds. If you need to raise your hand, raise it now. Five. I want to give it to Jesus today, Apostle. Four. I've tried my way. Three. I need a new beginning today. Two. I need a fresh start today. One. If you raised your hand up, hold it up and keep it up. You didn't raise it for me. I'm going to ask you to do something. If you want to make a statement that this is a new beginning for you, it's going to also take, make a step. It's going to take a step. I want you to come and I want to pray with you. You won't come by yourself. If somebody next to you raised their hands, I want you to move so they can come out. I want you, if they're apprehensive to come by themselves, you get them by the hand and you bring them. But if you raise your hand and you're ready for change, across this room this morning, begin to move. Come on. Y'all give God praise. They're going to come. They're going to come by the dozens, maybe even the scores. Oh, it's a new beginning. I see you, sister. I see you, young man. Oh, come on, come on. I wish you would clap while people are coming across the room. It's a new beginning. Yes, it is. Nobody leave for just a moment. There's nothing more important than this. Y'all better shout while people come. That's what happens in the river. Spread them right across the front. Spread them right across the front. Come on. Here they come, y'all. Here they come. You ought to shout. You ought to rejoice. to take your hand and place it on your heart right now because this is what we're going to surrender to the Lord we're going to surrender our hearts to Jesus come on we'll wait on you y'all better praise the Lord we got about 50 people right here on the last Sunday giving their hearts to Jesus today. I want all of you that are here, just look at me real quick. I want to tell you, my brothers and my sisters, anything is possible. Put your past behind you. What's your name, daughter? Tamia. You know, today's an important day for you. If nobody else in the room needed this day, you needed it. Here's what I need to tell Tamia. I believe in you. You are precious. You are valuable. You are necessary. And you have a great future. I speak 
get over you. You've had trouble believing that, haven't you? But today is a change for you. I feel that. So we're going to give our very hearts to the Lord today. Because our way, man, we try our way. What's your name? Steve. And our way never works. His way works. Steve, I believe that 2024 is going to be a great year for you. I believe this is going to be a year where God begins to do things because you're going to put all your trust in Him, not in yourself, and you're not going to look back in regret anymore. You hear me? You're going to look forward in faith. I hear the Lord say, tell Steve, don't look back anymore. Tell Steve he ain't going that way. Man, my buddy. Hand on your heart. I just feel the Holy Spirit here. Raise your other hand. Pray this prayer after me loud and strong. Pray, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. I come to you now. I've been trying it my way. It hasn't been working. There's a better way. There's a higher way. And that's your way. So today, I abandon my way and I choose your way. Forgive me for all my sins. Anything in my life that keeps me from you, I confess, Jesus, you are the Savior, my Savior. And from this day forward, I step into the fourth dimension. I'm in the river. The river's in me. And I'll never be the same. Okay, I want all of you guys that are here to pray, stretch your hands toward them right now. Everybody else, stretch your hands toward these. They're all of our altar workers. Just go and put your hands on somebody. In Jesus' name, now we bless you and we declare that your life has been transformed today. I bless this coming year with favor. I bless this coming year with breakthrough. And I declare, Steve, and all these that are here, you're never the same again. Now, tonight is going to be revival. Who's ready for revival tonight? If you need healing, you can come up. I'll see you tonight at 6. Everybody that's here, stay right here. I love you so much. If you're my special guest, I want to meet you in the back. Somebody give God a shout. If you're going into the fourth dimension in 2024, give him praise. St. John, thanks for watching the message. I'm sure this spoke to you. Here's what I want you to do. Why don't you subscribe to this YouTube channel? That way, every time there's a new message, you'll get to hear it. Also, many of you have watched this. Some of you watch on a regular basis. Why not take time? And so, you can give at calvaryfl.com. You can give on your phones, and you can be a part of helping us take this message around the world, the message of hope, the message of Jesus Christ. Can't wait to see you back here real soon.